This is the 401 Podcast. Join Rhode Island sports journalist and basketball scribe Kevin McNamara with guests from the Ocean State sports scene and beyond. Now, here's your host, Kevin McNamara. Hello and welcome to the 401 Podcast on Kevin Mac Sports. I'm your host, Kevin McNamara, and thank you for joining me. Well, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm a very big golf fan. I've covered many pro golf events over the years, from the Ryder Cup back at Brookline in 1999 to those inside-the-ropes views. Uh, one was of Tiger Woods and Vijay Singh when they battled for the world number one spot several years ago at TPC Boston. Can't wait for the, the pros to come back to TPC Boston uh, on that note, by the way. And, and nothing gets me going like the majors. The Masters is, well, the Masters. But this new pro golf calendar that slots the PGA Championship in May – I think has really elevated that event. Well, it slides the fans towards the U.S. Open in June, but also offers the opportunity for even more. And that's exactly what happened this weekend. Phil Mickelson, lefty, shocked the world and wins the PGA Championship. Phil came into the PGA ranked 115th in the world. His last major win, 2013, at the Open at Muirfield. He's won just two events since, and nothing since the AT&T in February of 2019. Well, now he's set to turn 51 next month, and Mickelson took down Brooks Kepka head-to-head on Sunday, and everyone else for that matter. Stars like Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas, the other two top players in the world rankings right now, didn't even make the cut at Kiowa Island. And by the way, Kiowa is no joke. By the way, Kiowa is no joke. It was the longest course in major championship history, and it didn't really blow that hard until Sunday's final round. Well, these guys struggled. Only 12 players shot rounds in the 60s on Sunday, and that didn't include the winner, Phil Mickelson. And hey, Brad Faxon was at Kiowa, sitting in a TV trailer working for both Sky TV uh, out of Great Britain and PGA Tour Radio. The Barrington native is a Rhode Island legend. Everyone knows Brad Faxon. He's a two-time Ryder Cupper, an eight-time winner on the PGA Tour. I call him a friend. He's a great guy. And along with Billy Andrade, has done so much for local charities in the Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass area with both the CVS Classic and their Andrade Faxon Charities for Children. Now 59 years old, Brad still plays a bit on the PGA Tour champions, but he is as good as it gets talking golf, whether he's on TV, radio, or on his popular YouTube channel, Brad is both innovative, informative, and entertaining. He also knows Phil Mickelson very, very well, and Brad was as thrilled as I was to see Lefty win on Sunday. I'm also thrilled to welcome Brad to this week's 401 podcast. First of all, Brad, thanks very much for joining me on your ride back to Florida. Yes, uh, thanks, Kevin. Always great to talk to you. And uh, Had a great week up at Keough Island for the PGA Championship, did some TV for Sky Sports, and for PGA Championship Radio, and now my wife Dory and I are on this seven-plus-hour trek back to Palm Beach Gardens. I had the PGA Tour radio on a lot, heard you a lot. I know this sounds odd, but I really like golf on the radio. I mean, the, the team that you guys have is really talented. It is an incredibly talented team, and I, I'm a golf geek and love to listen to the radio shows that's on Sirius PGA Tour Radio XM92. Mm-hmm. And Brian Katrick who does a show with John McGinnis, Katrick and McGinnis, uh, it's a daily show, uh, is one of the most talented people in the broadcasting business. And, 
And what I learned, because I've only done television before uh, for broadcasting golf, you can't ever let the picture tell the story because you can't leave dead dead air on, on the radio. You have to be constantly speaking, uh, reminding uh, the listener of what the leaderboard looks like, who's on the leaderboard, where are they on the course, what's the shot they're going to play. And then down on the course in the featured groups, we have some very talented guys that explain the action of what's happening. They get up close to the ball, to the player, so they have to assess the situation very quickly and then get back out of earshot of the player. So Mark Carnivale was in the last group with Bill Rosinski. Carnivale was covering Phil's shots. Rosinski was covering Kepka's shots. Fred Albers was covering uh, a couple groups in front, the Louis Oosthuizen group, uh, and then Carl Paulson was out there if there was ever a hot player on the, on the, on the group. So the action is nonstop. Uh, you know, we are looking, we're in a truck and a TV compound with uh, monitors that we're getting really the feed right from CBS or seeing all the, the golf that the, player, uh, that the viewers are seeing at home. But we have to describe in detail as quickly as possible what's happening. So, so the, the first question is, is an obvious one. How does a 50-year-old win a major at the longest uh, setup in championship, uh, major championship history? And just a few stats. Uh, you may be aware of these, but the listeners may not be. At 50 years old, uh, Phil Mickelson uh, average drive was 313 this week. He was 15th. Greens in regulation, he was tied for 12th, 63%. He was third in putting average, and he was first in birdies. Uh, you've seen Phil for 25, 30 years. I know you were a Ryder Cup teammate with him, and and I think it was 95. Uh, I guess you can't be surprised by what a super talent Phil Mickelson is, but talk about an out-of-the-blue win. It was a definitely out-of-the-blue win, and, and I would just maybe change that stat. I know he's going to be credited as a 50-year-old in three weeks. He always turns... 50 during the U.S. Open, so or, uh, he always has his birthday. So he's almost 51 years old. Uh, the previous oldest player, Julius Burroughs, won the PGA in, at 48. Jack Nicklaus, we all know, won in 86. The Masters at 46. So it's incredible that he can stretch his uh, first win and his last win over 30 years. He won in Arizona when he was an amateur, uh, where he went to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a prodigy. I mean, he's he had won 44 times in five majors before this win. I, I think it's not so astounding that he that he would win another major at this age. The only statistic, Kevin, that Phil Mickelson had that was inside the top 100 ranked of any of the stats they take, and there are many, was driving distance. He's almost become something to witness on social media as all he wanted to do was, um, you know, hit bombs you know i'm wondering if he's trademarked what bombs are and uh, he he blasted a drive on the 16th hole 300 and i think 66 yards which was the longest drive of the of the week on that hole maybe of the week or anywhere and hit it six yards by brooks kepka who's she's i hate to say almost half his age uh, so that was impressive but i mean he, he just used his unbelievable talent his uh experience and manage himself away, oh, his way around uh, the longest and one of the most difficult golf courses, you could probably say the most difficult golf course these guys are ever going to face. Uh, the slope rating at, at Kiowa Island, the ocean course, is uh, as high as any slope, and 
every shot, every shot out there is intimidating. Let's take a break from our conversation with Brad Faxon and hear from our friends at Manscaped. We interrupt the 401 podcast to bring you this breaking news. This important public service announcement is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully engineered the Lawnmower 4.0, which is now available for purchase in the United States and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we here at the 401 Podcast are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code KMAC at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and I'm blown away by its performance. The craftsmanship and detail on this trimmer are next level. The Lawnmower 4.0 ceramic blade and skin safe technology is almost too good to be true. It's as if Manscaped worked with Elon Musk's engineers to ensure your package is as safe as possible. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 400K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer is waterproof, so you can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess on the bathroom floor. Did I mention wireless charging? The Lawnmower 4.0's new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. If you're still grooming your face with your ball trimmer, it's time to make some changes. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code KMAC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free global shipping at manscaped.com when using the code KMC. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Brad, did you think at the start of the week after walking the course and, and, and seeing what you saw that short game would be as important as it ended up being? Obviously, Phil did, does drive the ball far enough to, to, to win, but his short game will always be one of the you know, top maybe three or five in the history of the game. Uh, that certainly came in handy time and time and time again in, his, uh, in, in all four rounds, really. And interestingly enough, a bunch of uh, players that I knew, a bunch of uh, media that I knew, all said that putting wasn't going to be important at Kiowa, that it was a real ball strikers course. Uh, you know, they were going back to the only championship that's ever been held there, uh, individual championship, the P- PGA in 2012, which Roy McIlroy uh, demolished the field by shooting 13 under and winning by eight shots. So. I was always curious to that comment and walking the course and seeing the setup there. I'm like, how is putting not going to be important here? And it, it's going to be difficult with these, you know, exposed and raised up, pushed up greens, uh, wind a huge factor. Putting was going to be tremendously important. Uh, and as good a ball striker as players could be, um, it, there seemed to be a nice blend of, of some of the hitters that, necessarily didn't hit it too far with guys that were power players so it was a nice blend of all types of players that were on that leaderboard now you guys all like to you know have fun in the range or you know with your pals with some unbelievable almost true what amateur is would, would call trick shots uh with your wedges and whatnot but has there ever been anyone that in your contemporary anyways who, who compares with phil mickelson i only i only bring that up because you know, there were several lies yesterday. We were like, hmm, you know, he'll get it on the green. No, he, he got it. He's trying to make those shots. He's not trying to get them on the green. He's truly a magician w- with assorted wedges. He, he, he had so many yesterday, it was tough to tell what clubs he was using. He hit so many different shots with, with a bunch of different wedges. He carries four wedges. 
I, I think Phil will arguably go down as, as the best wedge player in the world, along with the likes of Seve Ballesteros, Jose Maria Olavabal, Raymond Floyd. But I think he does the extraordinarily difficult shots better than anyone. Uh, the bunker shot he hold on the fifth hole, mm. uh, which was not a great lie. He had to hit it really high to get it uh, to be able to stop on that hole quickly. Uh, he hit, I thought, maybe the shot of the tournament for him was a, a little nifty little pitch shot from behind the green on 16, the par 5. He snuggled that up to about a foot, which, which gave him a three-shot lead, which really ensured him the victory and, and allowed him to play defensively on 17, where he made a four. So he hit so many good little shots. Uh, and I don't think anybody had a great up-and-down percentage for the week. His was... Uh, when he missed screens, I think I saw the stat that he was 12 of 26 getting up and down uh, from missed screens, and that would include shots from the rough, from the bunkers, from the you know the fringes around the green. So that stat didn't jump out as being maybe exemplary, but everybody that missed screen had trouble getting close to the holes because those greens are mostly raised up. You had to make a lot of choices of are you going to run shots, are you going to pitch them into the bank, are you going to fly them in there, but Phil does an unbelievable job of being able to hit a ball and stop it quicker than anybody. By the way, that lie on 17, 90% of the amateurs probably don't get the ball out. It just stays there. Forget about getting on the green at all. Let's take a break from the 401 podcast and hear what's new with our friends at Haxton's Liquors. Spring has finally arrived, and with social distancing regulations relaxing around Rhode Island, it's time to head to Haxton's Liquors on Bald Hill Road in Warwick and check out their great party deals. Haxton's has everything you need, all the top wines and spirits, plenty of beer, a huge selection of spiked seltzers, and all the mixers. Haxton's is always ready to serve you, so stop in and see my friends Tim and Bobby Haxton. They do an excellent job with air filtration in their giant store. So mask up and say hello to the Haxton's. We're thrilled that they are proud sponsors of Kevin Mack Sports. Uh, Brad, last one. I, I think you told me about a trip out to see Phil at his house in California several years ago, and, and you were fascinated by what, what, what a, I guess you could say tinkerer that, that Phil is, uh, and you know that he's into high-tech everything. And he talked about so many issues in his bag over the course of the tournament. He actually broke a club on, on Sunday morning on the range. I mean, th- this is a guy who's always been all in, fascinated by golf, and, and super, super competitive and maybe that's what leads to a you know supremely talented 51 year old being able to win a major championship he is the ultimate tinkerer scientist mad scientist i'd say he played at tory pines in the last u.s open without a driver he decided to use a two wood he used a two wood this week (laughs) he's used two drivers in rounds at the masters one to fade and one to draw he's played around without a seven iron because he said the course didn't require a seven iron. <laughs> uh, he's played uh, the World Golf Championship at Doral in 2010 without a pitching wedge on the Saturday's round when the wind shifts because he wouldn't need a wedge on that day. I mean, I, I don't know how people come up with these ideas. Um, and even yesterday, it seemed like he added a third club with a head cover, whether it was a hybrid or a, another advanced, uh, more lofted fairway wood. Uh, he, he's tried different lofted clubs, different putters, different putter grips, uh, different putter styles. Uh, and even yesterday, during the round, he switched from a conventional grip on the 17th hole on that short putt just under two feet 
to make par. He went to the saw grip. Um, he, he does a lot of things differently than everybody, and when it works, he's a genius. But a lot of times, especially more recently, where he's been very inconsistent with his play, you kind of go, Phil, you're nuts. And uh, it just makes the story even better and maybe one of the most popular wins in the history, really, in the history of golf. Well, Brad, uh, th- there's no question. It was so much fun watching. I-, I think fans were glued to it. On a really hot day in New England, it was good to stay inside and watch Phil Mickelson become a major champion once again. Well, thanks very much for joining me, uh, Brad. We'll-, we'll-, we'll check in over the course of a really busy summer, and, and best of luck to you. Kevin, uh, always great to talk to you, and I uh, look forward to seeing you back up in Rhode Island this summer. Well, that's it for this week's 401 podcast. Thanks for joining me. And thanks, as always, to producer extraordinaire Kevin Collins and to Brad Faxon, this week's guest. And hey, if you want to learn how to putt like the pros, check out Brad's YouTube channel. He shares all the secrets, and you get an inside look at pro golf. Thanks, as always, to our sponsors at Manscaped and Haxton's Liquors. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Buzzsprout. Subscribe on whatever platform you enjoy most. Shoot us a like and look for the next edition of the 401 Podcast with Kevin McNamara. Thanks for listening to the 401 Podcast with Kevin McNamara. Get the 411 on the sports scene in the 401 by subscribing to the 401 Podcast from KevinMacSports.com.